1: We are all superheroes, mother. I love it. Welcome to The Rob Ryan Show. Today, I have a very special treat. So I got to, uh, once again, go on location, actually recording, not in the studio, but on location to visit the mayor of Fort Collins, Colorado. One is, let me tell you what, he is a great man and a very cool one at that. But not only has he done a great job as mayor for the city of Fort Collins, but he has also done something recently that I'm very proud of, huge fan of and i wanted to talk about it today well you know for example when a certain group wanted a proclamation read about recognizing their own group he instituted this idea that you know what no fort collins is a city for all we welcome and recognize honor respect and value each person not just a specific type oh my gosh i love this let's rock it I mean, seriously, how could you not love the idea of welcoming, recognizing, honoring, respecting, and valuing each person, not just a specific type? That's the way it should be. I love that. I mean, that's my opinion, granted, but hey, I think it works. But I'm excited. Gonna talk with Mayor Wade Troxell today from the city of Fort Collins, Colorado. So exciting. All right. You know, I'd love to hear from you. So do please join me. Realbryanshow.com. All of the links and everything are there. We've got a Facebook group. Um, You know, you can contact. Well, yeah, you can connect with me. I was going to say you can contact me as well, but you can connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, email. Shoot, you could old school it. Uh, Well, I'm not going to. I don't really want to get snail mail, but I'll take emails. That's kind of old school nowadays, isn't it? That's crazy. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Mayor Troxel. First of all, He was elected in April 2015, so he's uh, coming up on two years now, and it's his first term as mayor. Wade is on the faculty and was the associate department head, mechanical engineering at Colorado State University. He, gosh, his, his bio here is so awesome. He's done so many different things. He serves on numerous regional leadership boards and committees, and previous to serving as mayor, was elected twice to the city of Fort Collins Council. Wade received his bachelor's, master's, and Ph.D., Engineering from CSU and was a NATO postdoctoral fellow at the University of Edinburgh. I wanted to share a little bit about what he's done for Collins. Is one of those up and coming cities in Colorado. It's actually one of the choice places to live in the United States, so it's very cool. Mayor, welcome to the Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining me. Great to be here, Brian. Thank you. Well, I appreciate this. I like doing the on location stuff once in a while. Usually, I'm in the studio. People call in via Skype, but uh, you know, it's fun to actually meet in person, have an actual conversation face to face.
0: Well, I enjoy this as well, and thank you for uh, making time in your day to uh, to be with me. Well, likewise, I appreciate this.
1: So, I like to start off with that question, which is the idea of you know what's the what's one thing about you or that you've done that most people you know don't know? Something fun, something incredible.
0: It's up to you. Fort Collins is my hometown, and when I was growing up, um, when I was uh, in junior high, I used to come to city council meetings on a regular basis. Uh, rode my bike down here And would go to council meetings And my dad was on city council And, um, and then a later time uh, When I was 14 uh, Mayor Carl Carson Made me mayor for the day So I was mayor for the day when I was 14 So uh, So I have some perspective Of Fort Collins based on When I was 14 a mayor for the day And it was actually representing Mayor Carson on a Walk for Mankind, in which he's, he accepted a challenge to participate in this, and and he accepted on behalf of the mayor, and he made me mayor for the day, and so actually ran the Walk for Mankind, and it was throughout what is now the southwest part of Fort Collins in which that was the district I served for eight years as city council member.
1: Yeah, So the mayor bug bit you at age 14.
0: Well, you know, I think looking back, it looks uh, well planned out, but going forward, it didn't. Thinking about uh, what influenced me at a particular time in my life, it was really engagement with the community and and perspectives that leadership in the community has, I you know I've brought to my uh, uh, service today. That's great. Yeah, you've been involved in the Fort Collins community.
1: Like you said, you said you were born here. Yes. Okay, so you're a full-on native. That's that's pretty rare nowadays. That's
0: right. So, when I was born here, Fort Collins was about 20,000 people. Now it's 160,000 people. And uh I've seen the kind of leadership and uh, and also the kinds of uh uh things that uh, the community uh does and and expects in our community. And you know, so I have a perspective I think that, you know, is very uh, appropriate for someone being mayor at this time. I think it's incredible, though, because,
1: you know, you. I'm sure you travel quite a bit. You see other cities, and you're thankful probably to be here in many ways. And there's some other great cities, of course. There's but.
0: a lot of great cities, and, and one thing that makes Fort Collins a great community is the people of the citizens of Fort Collins their passion, their commitment uh, to this community. And that's always been true. And I think back to the kind of leadership and decisions that were made at a time that, and one of those that I cite oftentimes is the decision in the 1960s to underground the electric power system or distribution lines in Fort Collins. So one of the things that people don't realize when they come here, and we have They say it's clean and the view sheds are beautiful and and things like that. And what they don't see is a lot of things that used to be here, and that's uh, power lines. So it's little things oftentimes you don't see or decisions that were made that make your community better.
1: So, okay, you, you got to be mayor for the day. You used to come to city council meetings. You went through school. And then, you know, what did you go to school for? What was your profession and what have you been doing besides marriage?
0: Sure. I went to Colorado State University. Um, I was uh, on an athletic scholarship, so I played football, but I was also uh, uh, an engineering student. So I graduated in engineering science and uh, bioengineering. I went on to graduate school and, and actually had a project that I was working on as an undergraduate at CSU and it got funded. And so I went on for my master's in mechanical engineering at Colorado State University. After I, Finished that, I went to work for Eastman Kodak Company as a mechanical engineer, and, and in a couple of years, uh, my advisor for my master's degree called me and asked if I'd be interested in pursuing a PhD in mechanical engineering, specializing in robotics automation. Um, and so, I'm a robotics guy, and you might say that's my geeky stuff. <laughs> and then I did a postdoc at University of Edinburgh in Scotland um, in the Department of Artificial Intelligence there. You know, working on intelligent robotics. So, my area of specialty for my uh, research is uh, robotics, intelligent controls, behavior based robotics, that sort of thing.
1: Okay, so what are your thoughts on the Terminator movies after? Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, how close are they to actual reality on that based on what you've been through? I'm just
0: totally random question. <laughs> it's not actually because one of the things I do and in my robotics classes, as always, I give a historical perspective of. I, I I base it on a lot of the genre of the time, and and going back to Frankenstein and advances in the medical industry at the time, going through Carl Capek's RUR Rossum's Universal Robots in 1921, and and Isaac Asimov and iRobot and you know going through uh, Hal 2001 and. It, there's a lot of parallels to uh, uh, the invention of the era. And so whether it's the uh, medical revolution or whether it's the industrial revolution or whether it's the computer revolution, there's always the genre really de- demonstrates where uh, the idea of of robotics is, at least in terms of a science fiction perspective technology overprojects what the capabilities actually are and so i always talked about the terminator in my classes as you know it's amazing what you can overcome when you've got a big gun (laughs) and and it and and so what it does is overcome the limitations of the technology of the time and so you know you take the uavs and the the uber um uh, the uber vehicles and In Pittsburgh today and so forth, they talk about autonomous, but there's always somebody sitting there with their hands around and just not touching the wheel. I think if you really want to test the technology, not put it on a highway, but put it in a parking lot and have it drive around a parking lot or have it rain, and those become a real discriminator as to where the technology is today and what still needs to be addressed going forward. So was there ever
1: a concern you know, when you were doing – mechanical engineering working on robots just because, you know, the theories of, oh, what if this becomes sentient, you know, then what? What happens from there? Was there ever a concern of that ever happening in reality or was that purely fiction?
0: You know, and and given my interest in mechanical engineering, I just tried to understand architectures that enabled these machines to be uh, robust, task-achieving robots, left it to others, uh, philosophers and others to uh, ask these uh, those kinds of questions. Well, that's good, though. I mean,
1: I it, it seems, and I think that's a good thing that we've moved more towards that because it's more about functionality and less about taking over the world or some weird, you know, because it's, it's pretty fascinating. And that's true
0: going. with any technology throughout history. It can be used for good yeah. and it can be used for evil and and uh, where along that spectrum. And then, you know, that's where there might be a lot of debate. And, you know, but that was going getting back to the genre of, of an era. There's always the the feed-forward interpretation as to what this might be in terms of impact to society, impact to cultures, impact to good versus evil. And so um, that will always be there. And oftentimes the science fiction is, again, way ahead of reality in terms of what can actually be accomplished by these machines in the real world. Oh, yeah. World.
1: Well you think about you know, the –
0: the forward thought of
1: what Gene Robinberry did, and then here we are with iPhones, you know, just uh, the inspiration of it. It's, it's cool. You it's need to see that.
0: I think the lesson is oftentimes the benefit to society is wholly different than what the, perhaps the original intent was. So I just think of a lot of the work in artificial intelligence in the 80s and the 90s now manifests itself in Siri. So some phenomenal technology, but still you can get Siri to, to, to respond with some pretty silly stuff. I haven't even tested them all out, but some, somebody had a big
1: list of things you know, we should try out just for fun, but that's great. Okay, so as mayor, you get asked to read proclamations, you get asked to do you know, so many different things for, for different people here in the community. But um, one thing that I, I recently heard about, which I was very impressed with, by the way, and respect, like lots of respect for this, is the idea that you know, we want to keep you know, Fort Collins as a city for all, not necessarily just recognizing one group in exclusion of someone else. It's the idea that, no, everyone's welcome here and we're going to recognize everybody regardless. And and I love that. So talk a little bit more about that.
0: Well, we have a wonderful community and and we have individuals doing outstanding things. In fact, we talk about... Everyone in our community is a co-creator in our community to make a community better. And that can be doing something very small. That's the opening the door for someone else. That's engagement with uh, a friend. And, and, uh, but that's also, uh, maybe, uh, starting a new company and, and, uh, making our community better in one way or another. So we really talk about use the word co-creator. Everyone has a role in our community to make our community better. Some proclamations, it might be proclaiming a certain month or a certain time or uh, recognizing a certain individual. That's terrific, you know, because of the contributions made. But sometimes the uh, proclamations are trying to identify a group in some way. What I've also tried to do is it really carries a message for all. You know, I think uh, trying to identify groups or that sort of thing oftentimes is at the exclusion of other groups. And and so I think what we're trying to do and what I'm trying to do is that we are a community for all and mean all. And, you know, we talk about our community as being a world-class uh, city. And you know, what does world-class mean? And, and you might consider someone that's in a wheelchair or someone, how do you make your community world-class for all? All, and then you know, there's challenges for for many and for some, and so you know, I think it does put into perspective the kind of things that we need to do to not only get better as an overall community, but also address things within our community to make it a world class community for all.
1: I love that. Now, I know there's a lot you know going around nationally about racism, and and in fact, I've talked about this on the Rob Bryan Show too. Is uh, one of the things we came down to, you know, was just. It's bullying, you know. I mean, really, it's a form of bullying. It's just somebody trying to push someone else down. Is that you? You do see the, the you know, certain people groups or or certain people in general, even even specifically, who are, uh, you know, they've been pushed down for whatever reason, or they haven't been recognized, or they've been disrespected, or bullied, or whatever that may be. And so, of course, the natural, uh, the natural desire is to say, hey, you know, that's not okay, which it's not. And then they say, we want to make this, you know, national, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do this for me, national nerd day, you know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, Because we want to, we want nerds to be recognized and that's all, that's, that's great, right? That's a great thing. However, is it at exclusion of someone else, which, you know, of course we don't want that here in, or any, anywhere for that matter. And, and I love that you're saying that, you know, yeah, nerds are welcome. Of course they are. We want nerds to feel welcome. We want them to feel respected and, and honored, but there's so many other wonderful things too that. You know, and other people and all kinds, of, like we want everybody here to feel like
0: they're part of something, which is hard, I'm sure. Well, and it is. And the thing is, is it's opening up one's arms and that's making you vulnerable as well. Uh, you know, so, you know, and I think when there is, uh, uh, the, the kind of the bullying mentality, it's not with open arms. Uh, and so, you know, I think for all and meaning for all is really making it, it's a vulnerability for all, you know, but it's really an openness and it's opening up and it's engagement with, and it's really uh, recognizing the contributions of all in all different sorts of ways and and oftentimes they may challenge us in certain ways that we may not really be thinking about and that's okay too and so it's really an openness
1: Uh, they may choose a lifestyle you don't agree with but you can still value that person regardless you know and and I think that's something that Fort Collins has shown and you've shown that is, is you know, that's that's amazing.
0: To me, it comes down to individuals and individuals uh, respecting individuals. And then ultimately, when you take for all to the limit, it's to each individual respecting each individual.
1: How do you handle those kind of things and what is your vision for the city of Fort Collins in order to implement that more, even after, you know, you're, you're done here as mayor and someone else takes over.
0: Well, and I think language means something. And so I think, it, and then also modeling. You know, we have people speak to councils saying a lot of things that we may not want to hear, but that's okay, you know, and that's awesome. And, and often times, you know, it might shed light on something that we sh- should work on as we do with our council, is we hold each other accountable. And we hold each other accountable uh, with city staff. And we hold each other accountable as well with our citizens. And we do have different viewpoints and you know, bring the best game to our meetings. But the thing is is, is to have respect and and to listen and to um, tr- uh, try to understand and, and to engage in a, a thoughtful, civil way. I try to help them in what they're trying to accomplish. People in certain situations get caught up in tactics, and the tactics aren 't necessarily helping them as to what they 're trying to accomplish to help them think about how they could perhaps be more effective
1: that 's great to hear that though I think you know you you do hope and anybody that 's you know leading the city or leading the charge of the city or whatever, you always hope that it 's for the benefit of the city you know and, and i 've seen that especially with you and, and what 's been going on around here it 's so neat to see the um, you know, how it actually does benefit, it helps others.
0: Actually, and so I really do it for, the, you know, the community and, and a better community. What's the common element here? I think that's really the driving force is, in my interest, is really um, we, we live in a wonderful community, people are passionate about this community, and it's really to to realize the the, the community, I think, that Fort Collins is, and I believe we're on the cusp of our golden era in lots of ways. It's just a wonderful place, wonderful people, and wonderful life's, uh, lifestyle that we can live here, and we're just so blessed in many ways. And so it's really, that's part of the responsibility, I think, that we have as council members here in Fort Collins. As I think about uh, an elected official and living in the wonderful country that we do, it's the public deliberation that's so important and it's wrestling with uh, the issues Uh, and that's to me is an important part of a democracy is in the open and and really discussing debating um, issues in the open and and that's an important part of informed decision making Um, and it's not the smartest person in the room it's not you know behind the closed doors where you get the better answers but it's just the opposite of that is where you know it's through public Public deliberation, debate, civil discourse, and that sort of thing—that uh, is so important. And frankly, that's why I like local government. It's nonpartisan for by charter. In in our community, we discuss issues. And issues are not wearing a brand or writing for the brand. It's one that's actually ones that you can talk about. This will benefit our community. And that's why I like local government. In fact, there's a general recognition now that really where things are happening, where innovation's happening, where uh, government functions the best is at the local level.
1: And and I appreciate the fact that, like you said, things happen at the local
0: government. It's still about what's best for those in the community. And, And that's what it should be. I love it you know just thinking of our council and there's always been being honest open authentic with emphasis on integrity and honesty and that sort of thing so basically people have trust in our commu- in our government in our community and and uh, that's something not to take lightly as well because that's really not just been Something new. That's something that this community has um, had for for as long as I've known it.
1: How have you been able to really, you know, utilize that mission and that purpose that you have? First of all, what is that mission and purpose? Do you have a, you know, a statement on that? And then, how have you been able to really further that?
0: To boil it down, when I became elected mayor, I really have two goals. One is really um, to communicate in all different sorts of ways that we're an innovation community in technology and wealth creation within our community to make a better community through uh... having uh... opportunities for others and employment and and other than just investment in our community but and uh, and the other part of innovation to me is is when you're faced with a wicked problem um, that you're able to approach the wicked problem in a way that you just don't have to take it by its current framing you can really think about it in innovative ways and get the best ideas in the room and beyond uh, out and engaging our citizenry in a way that is simply not Tuesday night at six o'clock, but it's more broadly, you know, getting ideas from th- throughout our community. So in a, we're an innovation community is one. The second thing is whatever I can do to help youth and young adults better understand their role in our community and the role of city government. Because I, I look back at being mayor when I was 14 years old and I didn't have any great aspiration that I would be the mayor someday. No, it came much later. But it was really an awareness and understanding, an expectation of a responsibility to um, your role in your civic, your city, your, uh, your community, and making it better in one way or another, whether it's picking up a piece of trash and throwing it in a trash can or whether it's doing something much bigger in your community or actually having your impact and where your passion really is. Everyone has a role in our community, and we talk regularly about everyone in our community as a co-creator in our community, so it's an empowering message that, uh, and so my second goal is really to work with youth and young adults and their role in civic uh, leadership.
1: I feel like some of the local community has been lost a little bit, you know, especially like you're saying, what can I do for a community? Because, you know, you you are around people. You're around businesses. You live in a neighborhood. You know, you've got that uh, that thing around you. Whether you like it or not, you know, you're there, so... <laughs> So, I really appreciate the fact that there is that, that
0: teaching. It's a sense of place and it's a place of a sense of belonging. It's a sense of contribution. It's a sense of giving back as well as uh, um, a sense of growing. And so, it, it's those sorts of things and having a role in your community that actually connects the people. And it's really that's the element that defines community to me.
1: That's a huge thing that, that I think people are looking for real leaders nowadays they're looking for people who have made mistakes but have learned from them and have moved forward rather than the the perfect fake ones
0: and you know a lot of it boils down to an individual and i've seen a lot of individuals set up a lot of straw images in their own mind that they have to then overcome it's just an artificial creation as opposed to you know you don't need to fight that battle you know it's it's been something that's been conceived and and, um you know that's where i think you know in reframing things and and understanding things different is an important part of learning growing and achievement um and it's not being foolish you're not kidding yourself you know it's it's part of that critical analysis and that sort of thing but you know it you've been again back the individual you can't beat yourself up. You know, you really have to be honest and forthright and, and work towards a better outcome. And, you know, that starts from within. But also, I think that's part of leadership as well.
1: Mayor, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, how do we either get in touch with you or what would you like us to know about?
0: Come to fcgov.com and Dunner council, and, and I can be reached that way. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. And, and uh, I, I look forward to uh, anybody that that would have some interest.
1: Love it, and then come visit Fort Collins so that you
0: can see the amazing place. Fort Collins is a wonderful community. Uh, we have a great number of things to do and share, and uh, uh, all f- for all kinds of interests. So it's a it's a friendly community. It's a it's an engaging community. It's a community that you can grow in. Uh, we have Colorado State University. We've got uh, uh, a lot of great businesses here. We have a nice uh, brewery industry. We have a lot of people that um, are passionate about this community and, and uh, living here and uh, be sure and bring your bike and, and or whatever mode of transportation you would like to and, and enjoy yourself. Biking's
1: great. Food's great. Coffee's great. You know, like you said, there's there's so much here in Fort Collins. It's wonderful. Well, Mayor, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Thank you very much, Mayor Troxell, for joining me here on The Real Brian Show. Really appreciate it. That was great. And I, again, just very encouraged by what Mayor Troxell is doing for the city of Fort Collins here in the state of Colorado. So thank you very much friday sarah is going to be joining me on this one and very appropriately to kick off superhero fridays uh will be just so much fun we're going to have her and and yeah i'm excited because she gets to be in studio with me on the second mic that's sitting here so lonely and waiting for somebody to join me i'll tell you what see you friday have an amazing day realbryanshow.com check it out i am the real brian signing off The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at
0: 514mediaempire.com.